Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Trubinsky keeps helping the Chicago Bears, helping the Bears get close to securing that number one overall pick. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Plus, mainly, we're going to dive into the mailbag, listening to your voicemails. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host, Sir Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every single social media platform. We happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And we coming into the season, a lot of Bears fans were me. Like, let me just say, me, us here at Chicago Bears Central. We were pretty excited about the season, hoping that the Bears are going to be able to make a step up and maybe even contend for a wild card spot. Now, while the Bears technically still are in the wild card race, you know, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case for the Chicago Bears, even be it with some winnable games in the last five on their schedule. But one of the things also coming into this is that the Bears had the chance to have the number one overall pick because of not because of how bad they were, but because of the Carolina Panthers. And the Panthers right now moving to 1-11 and on the season. And when you look at how, how you know, Mitchell Trubinsky losing uh, to both the New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, New England Patriots and Arizona Cardinals over the last couple of weeks, it has helped. The Bears secure that number one overall pick. Now we're not in the we're not in the safe zone yet. It could still drop some, but right now we are moving closer and closer to it. And so right now, when you look at last year, Lovey Smith helping the Bears secure the number one overall pick, it could come down to another former member of this franchise and Mitchell Trubisky helping the Chicago Bears really lock that in. And so you know when it comes down to it, um, at the end of the day. Uh, you know, the, the Panthers all but are officially locked into the number one pick. Things can still go very well left. We know this is the this is the NFL. Anything could go. Any given Sunday team could win, except for the India uh except for the Carolina Panthers. But listen, at the end of the day, right now, the Chicago Bears have the ninety a ninety-four percent chance to land uh, you know, the the number one overall pick. And so listen, when it comes down to it, uh, I'm sorry, we have the 86 chance to land the number one overall pick. We have a 94 chance to land a top two selection in that, which could still end up getting us Marvin Harrison Jr. We got some voicemails on what the Bears should do with the number one overall pick, so I'm not going to get into that uh, quite a bit heavily now. But right now, Mr. Chabrinsky has definitely helped the Chicago Bears get forward and move forward into getting that. Now, we got a matchup against the Detroit Lions coming up this week. Me, C-Dub, Bobby, we had a we all on the episode yesterday just talking about how we expect that game to go or what we want to see from that game. There are a couple of matchups that the Bears can absolutely take advantage of. Even though I know some Bears fans are hoping that the Bears don't go on a big winning streak here to end the season and kind of secure one of their own picks being in that top five as well. We'll end up seeing where that goes. But at the end of the day, the winnable schedule that the Chicago Bulls, the winnable games the Bears have on their schedule, I just want to see this team compete over the latter half of this game. And so, I mean, of this season and you know, we've done that. The defense has definitely stepped up. Let's see how Justin Fields is going to perform, things like that. But at least one thing it doesn't seem like we're going to have to worry about, at least right now, we have the odds-on favor to land the number one overall pick for the second year in a row. And to see what Ryan Poles does with that, how he gets to work, is going to be fun to do. Um, 
you know, and, it, you know, just everything kind of around the Bears right now. There's a lot of uncertainty, of course, but there still is a lot of reason to be excited about the future of this Bears team. Hearing about Harbaugh and, you know, the things that's recently come out about him wanting to possibly stay in college. Eric Bieniemy, the rumors there that, you know, Kevin Warren's kind of one of the people that really are big on bringing in Eric Bieniemy to this team. And I know some of Bears fans as well share like some trepidation about Eric Bieniemy, which we have a voicemail on that as, uh, as well going into it. But at the end of the day, this Bears team and how this season ends, I think is going to be exciting for a lot of Bears fans to watch. The storylines, the I think the product on the field is going to be much better here over the last little bit as well. So at the end of the day, I think it's going to be, it's we're heading into a very important offseason for the Chicago Bears. What they do with the number one overall pick, what they do with their head coach, what decisions they make on Justin Fields, you know, things like that. This could be an offseason of quite a bit of change, a little bit of change, but the thing is, is making the right changes for this team to kind of propel us into being, and hopefully now, next season, actually contending for that playoff spot that us here at Chicago Bears Central wanted us to see us contend for this season. But with that said, it's Friday, so it's Mailbag Day. Let's go ahead and get to the mailbag. This first one, this one's from Donovan. What's going on, Hayes? This is your boy, Donovan. Shout out to the team, shout out to everybody. I'm going to get right into it. Ryan Poles, man. Let's take a moment and appreciate Ryan Poles. I don't care what the, the, the options is about him or whether y'all think he should go or whatever the case Let's take a moment and appreciate what the fuck he has done. As soon as he came in here, you got to think about what a rebuild is. His breakdown and build up. Literally, not literally, but it's basically the definition of rebuild. He broke down. Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn, David Montgomery. Those contracts, those players, he sent them off to great organizations. He he met their, their criteria of where they would like to go and shit like that. He got them out of here. Rebuild. Breakdown part of it. Rebuilding. The draft. DJ Moore. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, Montez Sweat. He's not even done. He's playing chess with these boys. He's not even done. Think about which team and what pick they had in the draft when he traded that number one pick last year. The Panthers, he knew they were going to be bad. The ninth pick, there was no talent in that draft where he needed to trade down just a little bit. He knew his guy was going to drop to about nine or ten. And then he got an extra pick from the Eagles because he didn't want Jalen Carter, which is cool because Darnell Wright, he turned out just fucking fine. And now think about the future of it all. Out of all of that, out of the season that we've had, out of the past two seasons that we had, look at the options that we have. We still have a number one pick. How the fuck is that? And then we have another one in the top five. And if we went out this season, which I hope we do, um, it'll probably drop down a couple picks, about eight or 12, somewhere in that range. Um, And we'll still be in great fucking position. You can turn that number one pick into everything that you need. That's why I don't recommend taking a quarterback because I will be taking a step back in this rebuild because we're no longer breaking down. We are building up and taking a quarterback will be in more breaking down stage. But I'm like, just think about all of Just put the drama aside and put this and that aside. Think about the fact that we have these choices. Do the Packers have a number top fucking pick? No. The Vikings? No. The Lions? Hell no. And we're sitting fucking pretty. Like, you got to take a moment and appreciate that, man. There's a lot of teams that could use the position we have, and we have it. And then it's, it's just, it's, I'm just, you know, break, bear down, man. Appreciate it. Donovan coming with appreciation for Ryan Poles. My brother, here's what I'll say with that. I agree with most of what you said. Ryan Poles has done a very solid job. I know there's still some people that knock Ryan Poles, and that that's not to say that he's gotten everything right right? The Chase Claypool situation, bad deal. I do think looking to move on from the veterans that he moved on, I know a lot of Bears fans looked at the Roquan Smith part, but listen, we got TJ Edwards in here at, at much less than what Roquan Smith would have got paid, and listen, TJ Edwards has been everything. Tremaine Edmonds has kind of disappointed some, even though he did 
Uh, you know, he played pretty well, uh, getting a lot of tackles for the Bears at the time. But T.J. Edwards has just been everything for the for the Bears. And, you know, we we sit now at a, at a pretty solid cap situation as well. We got the, we're potentially having the number one overall pick for a chance to get some more future assets if we do trade down or if we hold on to it. Hopefully we get a Marvin Harrison Jr. You know, those those type of things, really, when you look down at it, I think are a big sign of Ryan Poles knows what he's doing. And, you know, again, that does not mean that there aren't things that you could still pull out and critique. That does not mean everything's been perfect. But I like the job that Ryan Poles has done, the vision that he came in with. He sat there and said and told us it's going to be a rebuild. They're going to go three, four years. And it seems like that we're on path for that. And with the improvement that health has brought to this team and how better we've looked over these last couple of games, you make the right choices this offseason, we could be in the hunt for that for that playoff wild card, whatever spot you want to, you want to talk about it with. Now, I think we do have to do some absolute progression both internally and in bringing in better players and better talent. We need a center in here. We need some depth in that depth at that offensive line. Probably need to go out and get another edge, things like that. But hey, Ryan Poles to me has done a really good job, and I'm glad to hear appreciation from people like Donovan on the job that Ryan Poles has done. But all right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Pablo. Yo, yo, CBC, the boy Pablo, man, back at it again. It's time. It's it's that week, y'all. Bears play the Lions. Divisional game. Divisional game. Y'all know how we do it. You know what I'm saying? You know, the last outing was a little unfortunate. You know, the Lions run game is something fierce. It's something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Them boys will rush for 140 yards on your head. But at the same time, you know, we got a pretty good running game as well. You know what I'm saying? What I'm looking for, what I believe is going to be the X factor in this game, is our passing defense. We struggled a little bit against the run, but I like our defense is coming along. Take a look at this, guys. Over the last two games, we have seven interceptions, okay? We have the four game, the four interception game with the Vikings, and then we have the three interception game. Uh, last week. So, hey, I'm looking for the Bears' defense to cook. Our offense is going to be what our offense is going to be. We got to set the tone with the run game. We got to open it up with some play action. We got to let DJ Moore go long, man. At this point in the season, I'm done talking shit about the coaching staff, and I'm done talking shit, and I'm done making excuses. It's time to put up a setup, man. I believe we have a competent enough defense, and we have a competent enough defense defensive player who's going to be able to go out there and wreak havoc. That's going to be able to go out there and make plays. We have enough playmakers. We're looking at TJ Edwards. We're talking about Tremaine Edwards. We're talking about Jack Sanborn. We're talking about Jalen Johnson, a corner who wants to be paid as one of the best corners. So let's do it, man. Y'all know how I do it. I always leave on a positive note. I can't wait to beat the snot out of the Detroit Pussycat, and it's going down, baby. Chicago up. Bear the fuck down. Bears versus uh, Pac- uh Lions Packers. So it's coming up uh, at the end of the season, but. The passing defense being the X factor, I think that's a great point. I think when you look at how the secondary has improved here lately, um, how they're just coming together. Tyreek Stevenson, if he's back in there, Terrell Smith and what he, uh, Terrell Lewis and what he's been um, in that as well. And then you got to look at, uh, you know, Jalen Johnson stepping up some. We got to get those pick six in there, my guy. Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon. I really like the defense, the passing. Now, we still rank pretty low in the NFL in passing. We have the number one rushing defense, but we're improving. And I think when you look at the foundation that we have that we can lay out there, we maybe have to go out and get another safety. May have to go out there and get another corner if Jalen Johnson does leave as well. But we have talent in this secondary, and I really do like it. And, you know, you know, the pass rush as well coming in here and being better since uh, Montez Sweat has come in has helped the secondary as well. The pass coverage and the pass rush 
go hand in hand. There's a synergy between those two units. And so when you have, when you're getting more pressure on the quarterback, it makes it easier for the corners and the safeties to do their job in the secondary. And so we're really seeing that. I like that pick of the X Factor. I also think to, you, you mentioned DJ Moore. I think he can absolutely be an X Factor in that. The DJ Moore, uh, Justin Fields uh, connection there could be really huge for it. So I think when you look at those things, this is going to be a fun game against the Lions. I'm not necessarily saying the Bears are going to win or they should be favored or anything like that, but I think this is going to be a fun game against the Lions, and we'll see how the Bears can compete. But all right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Book. Yo, 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 Hayes, what up, man? This is Book. Blessings to you and yours. Hey, man, I got to tell you, and uh, this will be my final time talking about Justin Fields because I'm tired of the conversation. Because we know, well, most of us know, because some of us are some dumbasses, what potential this man has. Has he taken the three-year three leap? No. Has he improved? Yes. Does it take some QBs longer than three years? Yes. But you have some fools out here that just refuse to believe that and just refuse to blame everything on this man, not realizing that since day one, since day one that he got drafted here, he has been behind the eight ball with this franchise. First, he had Nags. Saw how that worked out. They stripped the team down because it was a rebuild. Saw how that worked out. This is actually the first year in the beginning of the rebuild. And everybody already like, well, he can't do it. He can't do it. So it's, it, 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 it upsets me, man, because you have some people who last year was crowning Jalen Hurts and everybody else and Josh Allen and everything. And I've also heard some dumb takes that, a QB, there's no such thing as QB development. A QB is either good or he's not, and that the QB elevates the team. So you mean to tell me Josh Allen elevated Steven, uh, elevated Diggs or, or Jalen Hurts elevated Brown, or was it the other way around? Because when did they start becoming good when they got those receivers? And then everybody keeps talking about, you know, how Justin can't throw. Moore's on his way to the best year of his career, man. Who's throwing him the ball? The sky? You know what I'm saying? It's just dumbass, dumbass conversations like that, man. It just irked me. So this is my last time talking about him. I would love for him to be here, but it's not our decision. If the Bears move on from him, man, that's a step back because we're bringing in the rookie that got a jail and everything. So here we go again. We need, we need continue, uh, I can't even say the word. <laughs> We need to be able to continue with, this, with with what we have. But that's all I got to say, man. Chicago up, bear down, man. Again, blessings. Shout out to the familiars. Everybody have a good weekend. Justin Fields not making that third-year leap. I mean, yeah, there are reasons to go into that. Now, again, like I've said before, and I like to say this every time I talk about Justin Fields because the keyboard warriors get to typing and the short-minded people get to, get to talking and saying dumb shit. When it comes down to it, you can say that Justin Fields has had situations with this team that have not put him in the best situation, but also say that Justin Fields still has absolute work that he needs to do to own his own game and progress. And two things can be true at the same time. The people who say that Justin Fields can't read a defense, it's hyperbolic. The people who say that Justin Fields can't make a downfield pass, it's hyperbolic. You can make actual critiques of Justin Fields without saying dumbass hyperbolic shit that just isn't factual, right? Now, that does not mean that he hasn't had issues in picking up the defense at times, right? Yes, he has. 
That does not mean that he has hesitated to go downfield or make mistakes going downfield. Yes, he has, but he also has shown an ability to do things other than that as well. The connection between DJ Moore and Justin Fields, it's a reason why DJ Moore has been at his best when Justin Fields has passed to him. Now, again, as we're talking about Justin Fields not being able to go down the field, you also got to throw in the number of screenplays. That's a Luke Getzey thing. That is not on Justin Fields that his offensive coordinator decides to call so many goddamn screenplay so yes Justin Fields still has tons of potential but to what you said book it isn't up to us it is up to Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles and what they see for the future of this team and if they see Justin Fields being that QB of the future or if they have to make a decision and go elsewhere maybe they do look at it and say hey we got the number one overall pick that isn't our pick we probably can't pass on this again they could say that I don't think that they will from what I've heard from what's been put out there I don't think that they will either but we'll end up seeing. But I do think that there's still a tons of potential with Justin Fields, no matter what his detractors say. And I hope that he shows and proves and shuts them up as well with his play on the field. Now let's go ahead and get into this next voicemail. This one's from Travis. Top of the morning on this Friday, to you, Hayes. This is your boy Travis from the West Side, man, coming out of K-Town. I was calling because I saw something. I want to say it was Nick Brody. He said uh, about this about a possible trade trade down, and I want to see, I want to pick your brain on it. What do you think if the Bears was to trade the number one pick and trade it down with the Las Vegas Raiders? Looking at the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders' back schedule, they are probably not going to win. So they're going to get into the into that top echelon of the top ten, top five. If we trade the top, the number one pick, and get Max Crosby, uh, they first for this year, and then they first for next year with a second and something else, would you do it? And we would possibly set ourselves up to possibly get a top pick for next year because we all know the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be a shit show. So I would just want to see would you do it and possibly risk not getting Marvin Harris Jr. and getting another receiver like the kid from LSU or the kid from uh, South Carolina or something like that. I just want to see what was your thoughts, man. You have a blessed day. All right, so I've been very on record of saying both here and on Bleacher Report when I do streams over there, if the Bears get the number one overall pick, I just take Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes, this is a great trade that you laid out. Max Crosby, if you can get him, and two first-round picks, it's a great trade. Do not get me wrong. But if Ryan Pose actually opens up the pocketbook, you can go out there and get a defensive end. And when you have Montez Sweat, if you improve that, that some of the parts are going to be really good rather than trade that. Now, again, the two first-round picks, you can't really, you know, it's, you, draft well is what I can say, draft well. But to me, Marvin Harrison Jr. is head and shoulders the best prospect in this NFL draft above Caleb Williams, above any of the court, the quarterback prospects, you could say. He is the one talent in this draft that, to me, is a generational talent. And so when you look at Marvin Harrison Jr., to me, you take him number one overall, you add him to your weapons, even if you decide to move on from Justin Fields later, you have now that role. Look at what Justin Fields has done with DJ Moore, right? Look at what he's done with a true number one rideout in talent with DJ Moore. Go and check the number. We talked about it. We had a whole episode here on the DJ Moore-Justin Fields connection being elite statistically, and that is even with the issues and problems that Justin Fields still has as his growth as a quarterback. You put out two wideouts like that, with Marvin Harrison Jr. adding him to DJ Moore, having Cole Komet, having Roshan, having Khalil, whatever happens with Deontay Foreman, bringing in a better and more competent offensive coordinator, hey, that's an offense that I think we can all get behind and an offense that can be extremely dangerous. 
So to me, that's what you take. It's not a bad deal. Let me be clear here with Travis, but just my personal opinion, you take the best talent overall with that number one overall pick and you go out and get Marvin Harrison Jr. That's my thought process. I know that's not one that a lot of people share, but that's where I sit right now. But all right, let's get into this last voicemail for today. This one is from Marifa Hassan. Bobby, B-Dub, A's, what's happening, fellas? It's your man, Marifa Hassan, coming again, man, to talk about them Chicago Bears, baby. We got five games left, fellas. Five. Enjoy every one of them, man. Just have fun, man. Just watching the game, man. We only got five left, brother. Listen, man, I'm calling to let you know that the Chicago Bears is going back for redemption, baby. Justin already said, we should have won that game last time. And he was right. And you know why we're going to win this game? Let me tell you why we're going to win this game. Gervon Dexter. That's right. Big Dex in the middle coming off the Montez Sweat effect. Gervon Dexter, they don't have an answer for Gervon, man. If you go back and watch the All-22, Gervon Dexter was giving Penny Sewell the business, man, down in the trenches, man. Listen, that's why your boy Golf was throwing three or four picks, because we was on his head. You hear me? That defensive line was on his head. And we're going to throw, they're going to get him to throw more interceptions. Just Listen, when they come out, they're going to be on top of his head. My test sweat coming off the edge. Gervon Dexter coming up the middle on the three-tech. Then golf going to have to get that ball out quick. And I'm going to tell you what, and the boys is going to be back there ready to intercept. Jalen Johnson, put your damn sticky gloves on. Do something, man, because we want you to get that pick six and take it to the house so you can get your $25 million, okay? So listen, man, listen. The Chicago Bears is going to win. Here's my prediction. 24, Bears 24, Lions 17. And you know how we do it, baby. We just so excited. We so excited. I love to see the Bears play, baby. 24-17, Bears. That's the way it's going down. It's your man, Marifa. You know I got to get up out of here. I got places to go. I got people to see. So you know what I'm going to say before I leave? Chicago up. And bear down, baby. Let's go. First of all, how do you not get hyped listening to Marifa? Like, how do you not get hyped listening to this guy talk about the Bears? You can see that he loves them. Um, here's what I'll say. The final five games for the Chicago Bears is going to be fun. At this point, remove all expectations, everything. Just watch. I just want to see my team go out there and compete, whether it's win, whether it's lose, whether it's draw, because you can't draw in football, uh, unlike a lot of other sports, regardless of what it is. I want to see this team go out, execute, have fun, play well. I want to see the players that we know are going to be parts of this team going forward keep increasing their game, and I just want to see some good football here to end the season. Whatever that is, if they can get wins in doing that, the better for it, the more enjoyment I'm going to get out of it. But overall, through this final five games, I want to see Justin play. I want to see him the connection between him and DJ Moore. I want to see Roshan really solidify himself and the, the, the talent that the Bears got late in that draft. I want to see Tyreek Stevenson. I want to see uh, Jaquan Brisker. I want to see Kyler Gordon. I want to see just what we've been seeing from this team, them have fun, them execute. Let's get the offense. Let's get the defense having great games in the same games. And let's go out there and have some fun, competent football being played. Let's just enjoy the final five uh, games of the season because we've got a long offseason ahead of us, a lot uh, offseason that could lead to quite a bit of change on this team. And I'm going to have fun covering that as well. But as we got football, I just want to have fun watching football here over the last five weeks. Let me know what you guys want to see from the last five weeks. What are your expectations? Things like that. But that's my time for today, guys. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, 
chicagobearcentralgmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Chi-Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. 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 Media.